Before we begin today's episode, I just wanted to do a quick shout out about our new 3W Patient app. If you haven't downloaded it, please do so. It is such an awesome app. We just revamped it. And on this app, you can book an appointment. You can access your patient portal, uh, lots of helpful patient documents, things for you to read and educate yourselves about women's health. And and then our, our medical providers have created really cool medical blog that you could tap into as well. So it's very easy to download iPhone, Android. Just search for 3W Medical in the App Store and download it today. Hello, and welcome to Wellness Wednesday with 3W. Wellness Wednesday is sponsored by 3W Medical for Women, a nonprofit medical clinic offering free of charge or low cost reproductive health services to women in the Seattle area, regardless of income or insurance status. 3W does not profit off of the reproductive health choices women make. The information shared in this podcast is the opinion of the speaker or speakers. Medical information is not intended as individual medical consultation, but for general education only. Always consult your own health professional for personalized advice regarding medical decisions. And if you're in the Seattle area, consider making an appointment to consult with us. I'm Helen Nguyen, CEO and co-founder of 3W Medical for Women and the host of today's podcast. We have a special guest speaker today. Her name is Sulamita, and she's a doula, which I think is such an awesome, awesome profession. And it's one of the, I feel like it's one of the most selfless professions out there, Sulamita. What do you think about that? Would you I, agree? I agree. Um, <laughs> yes, I agree. I think I read somewhere that a doula is a, like a woman's servant. Oh. So we're here to serve. That's that amazing. Is what we do. Oh, well, well, I ran across Sulamita very organically. My friend was looking for some postpartum help after her second baby, and she was raving about you, Sulamita. And I was just like, what is this? And who is this? And I had no idea that doulas can do this. I, I didn't know this was in your scope of practice, postpartum care which is super cool. Yeah. I'm actually surprised at how many people don't know what a doula is. Yes. And a lot of times when I'm meeting someone and there's, you know, what do you do for work? That kind mm -hmm. of stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a doula. And they're like, what? Yeah. What's that? Yeah. And then I explain it and they're like, oh, that's really cool. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I would love for everyone to know what a doula is. Yes. Yes. Well, I've just found it fascinating what you do. <laughs> I could have really you needed you and used you <laughs> when I adopted my son. And I know that sounds really lame because I didn't even give birth to him. But man, those late night feedings were rough the first two months. And just knowing that my friend had a resource like you was so comforting to know that there's someone out there like you. So today we're going to be talking about who Sulamita is, how she got into this work, and then what is a doula? You know, let's let's define what that what that means for our listeners out there. They those of you that are pregnant or looking to get pregnant or about to give birth, you might need a doula like Sulamita. So just really wanted to highlight who she is and her work. So uh, Sulamita, can we can we just get to know you a little bit more? How did you get into this work? What inspires you to to do this day in and day out? And and yeah, what what is a doula? <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, okay, so I am a mom. Okay. I have two kids, a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Wow. And I had birth doulas with both of my births. The only reason I knew what a doula was and even knew to seek one out was because I had some in my friend circle. Mm. Like that was something that I feel like I knew. That's why I knew what a doula was. So when I got pregnant, it was like, well, hey, I'm pregnant. Can you be my doula? Mm-hmm. And it was after the birth that I realized how important they are. Mm-hmm. With my daughter, if I did not have a birth doula, it would have been a traumatic birth. I 100% credit her wow. to my birth experience because it went sideways. You know, you make all these plans for of your course. birth. Yeah. But usually those plans <laughs> never really happen. And so with my daughter, everything kind of went a little crazy like sometimes it does at birth and she Mm -hmm. was able to kind of keep me composed and in control and calm Mm -hmm. because she knew me because we had spent the time to get to know each other beforehand you know Mm -hmm. I feel like medical professionals are there for emergencies which they were and they did their job fantastic Mm -hmm. but she was there to kind of like mentally keep me from losing it losing and then now I look back at it and a lot of times with a traumatic birth leads to a really hard time with postpartum yeah and um yeah I'm very very thankful for her so that's kind of why I became a doula because I realized like there is a lot of help that can be given to these women and how Mm -hmm. important it is okay also I had my daughter in 2020 in the middle of COVID. Oh, man. <laughs> so not only did I have this kind of wonky birth story, but yeah. then we go into postpartum where there's not a lot of support, especially when we're not doing in-person yeah. anything. And I was kind of going through a hard time. She was a hard baby, meaning mm-hmm. feeding was difficult. Sleep was difficult. Mm-hmm. She cried a lot. Mm-hmm. And I had this toddler also. And so it was really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And I realized I need help. And there's a yeah. void that's not being met right here. Yeah. And I, like my life motto is be the good you want to see in the world. So I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? This someone needs to fill this space, and I will do that. Yeah. So yeah. I did my training online. Okay. In the middle of the night when I was up with my daughter. Oh my goodness, you're super mom. <laughs> oh my goodness. And when I finished that, you know, I jumped right in, and I am so blessed to have like a good support team around me, being able to be a mom and be super flexible with my schedule to be mm-hmm. able to jump in when needed because you know when you're a birth doula you're on call so I'm just like yeah waiting for the call and it's not it's you know it's not easy for me being a mom and juggling all that stuff sure yeah I, uh, there's a lot of doulas who are just like single and uh-huh. they have more flexibility but I do love it so much that I I feel like it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's more than just a job. If some from what I'm hearing from you is it's it's such a calling. It's a it's, calling, and yeah. and I love the feeling of like the reward you get at the end. You know, when yeah. you see the results, mm-hmm. even if they're not the results that you went in like planning for. Right, right. You still there's still a positivity to it all. Yeah. And being able to support someone. And being able to help someone, especially because I've been in those shoes, I know yeah. how important it is. Yeah. And I just, I, yeah, I love, I love to go <laughs> at night and to, you know, sit with your babies because sleep for you is going to be important as a parent. Yeah. And I want you to be the best parent you can be. And so mm-hmm. if I can help in offering you sleep or meal mm-hmm. prep or whatever, you know, the case may be, mm-hmm. I'm totally there. That is amazing. That's amazing. Well, and I think that you being a mom yourself and having given birth, you know, to two little girls, like that experience is gold. Like that experience is something that 
can really connect with someone that is going through a birthing experience. And you could be like, no, this is normal. This is this is exactly where you're supposed to be. And that intentionality and genuineness is like really important during that moment, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yes. And I feel like a lot of parents find comfort in the fact that I've been down this road. But I will say my doulas were not parents when I had them Mm. and they were still amazing. Wow. Okay. So I don't know if that's like, it's an added bonus, but it's definitely not a requirement to Mm. be a good doula because Mm -hmm. they had not given birth yet they were like the most amazing in my birth team that's (laughs) awesome but I do a lot of you know a lot of families I will hear a lot that like we're so glad that you've been through this you understand it and they feel more comfortable leaving you know their precious little babies with me yeah that is another it's so hard as a new mom you're tired you're exhausted but to trust someone else with this little baby that's like 50 percent of the battle (laughs) you know yeah like how like I'm like, are you actually going to sleep or are you going to stay awake worrying the whole time? Right. (laughs) Like, please get some sleep. So they do find some comfort in knowing that, you know, I am very experienced. Wow. Wow. And Sulamita, what 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 does a doula do in just there's two types of doulas Mm -hmm. that you've that you've mentioned to me. Mm -hmm. Just can you educate me like there's a doula and then there's a postpartum doula. Correct. Okay. And what are the differences between the two and what are their scopes? Okay. So a birth doula is someone who helps provide physical, emotional support during birth and information too. Okay. And it's also an added person to like advocate for you um, as part of your birth team. And I like to support people with, you know, a team like, and I look at also midwives, doctors, nurses, they're also part of your team. Mm -hmm. Um, So a birth doula is there to help you get the birth that you want. And every birth is different. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants a different experience. And so we are there to answer questions. You know, sometimes you can't call your doctor at 2 a.m. when you have a question, but you can call your doula. And then in terms of like physical support, I love labor and delivery nurses. They are angels. I love Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. But their job is very taxing. You know, they are, I think the statistic is they are out of your room in a hospital setting like 50 to 75% of the time because they have other things to do, other patients or the yeah, patients, other things like that. So a doula stays with you the entire time and they are very hands-on and wow. very there to serve you. Mm-hmm. And that does provide the chances of you having a more experience, the kind of like meeting your goals because baby is not progressing fast enough or you're not progressing fast enough. A doula can jump in in those situations and help with positioning or anything like that to kind of help labor move along mm-hmm. where a labor and delivery nurse, yes, they they also know all this information, but they can't spend three hours with you in the room changing positions, right. you know, yeah. or massaging you or yeah. providing any sort of like hands-on ex- like stuff. They can, they can give you suggestions and they do, yeah. but they kind of like give you a suggestion and they leave. Well, a doula will walk you through everything okay and then the emotional support of it which birth is i say like 80 (laughs) percent mental (laughs) there's a there is an aspect of surrender to birth and helping a person who's going through this labor and delivery process feel safe and be able to surrender to the process helps for a smoother labor and delivery. Mm. So if you're coming into a hospital when you wanted a home birth, you're stressed because something went wrong. You're mm-hmm. scared. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to be at this hospital. A lot of times people have what we call white coat syndrome, which they don't, they like doctors, you know, yeah, scare them. They're intimidating. They yeah. don't know. And so their body gets like 
tense and kind of shuts down. Mm -hmm. And so you want someone there to help remind you that you're going to be okay, Mm -hmm. help remind you that this is all going to end well, remind you, you know, that you can do this. And then once you're able to kind of calm down and get to a space where you can freely let go, Mm -hmm. then the birth process continues. Okay. And my package includes two visits beforehand and two visits after. So I sit down with my clients and I talk about when you're, you know, kind of in this flight or fight mode, Mm -hmm. what's something that doesn't work for you? What works for you? How do you handle stress? How can Mm -hmm. I help you when you don't want help? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Kind of. Mm -hmm. So I get to know them. And then afterwards, I will come over and help with things like lactation. Or if you have a question about, you know, something's not working well. So I'll come over and help with that. Mm -hmm. But I am a postpartum doula, something completely different. Yeah. Because postpartum I am not involved in the birthing process at all. I only come afterwards. And that is such a wide range of things that I can help with. With your friend, I was helping with overnights. Mm -hmm. And that is very, very popular. Yeah, (laughs) I'm sure. Uh, um, Because you're exhausted. Yes. And, you know, your baby, even if everything's healthy, everything's fine, your baby's still waking up every three hours to eat. Yeah. And that's so tiring. Yes. So you have a doula come in who can either, if you are breastfeeding, bring the baby to you and then take the baby back so you're not up changing diapers, burping, changing, you know, blowouts, anything like that. You're simply Mm -hmm. feeding and going back to sleep. So you're Mm -hmm. awake for only 15 minutes versus, Mm -hmm. you know, an hour. Mm -hmm. If you're bottle feeding, then there's no reason for you to wake up unless you need to pump. Mm -hmm. And then when baby's asleep, I will do things like help pick up the house or fold the laundry. Some families like to add in a meal service. So when Mm -hmm. I come, I bring meals support. So if you're if you're having a hard time producing milk, I can provide like little treats that sometimes will help boost supply. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, people just want someone to talk to. Aww. Like I will come and just sit with, you know, sit with the mom and she's just had a really hard day with the baby. And just because you had a hard day doesn't mean anything's wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people don't like to talk about how hard motherhood is because it's like, oh, you should be enjoying this. And th- you do enjoy it, but it's also hard and it needs yes. to be like talked about. Yes. And so having someone just to listen t- and not judge you, mm. <laughs> I think is important to kind of offer suggestions, but also to validate your feelings and your decisions kind mm-hmm. of empowers you as a parent, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. then you feel stronger. And I mean, that's my end goal. Mm-hmm. When I leave a family, no matter if it's for birth or, p- or postpartum, I want them to be more confident mm-hmm. and more empowered in their decisions. Mm-hmm. So that's wow. kind of like the <laughs> the quick overview of it all. Yeah. And you specialize more in the postpartum. Right now I do, okay. yes, because with my, like, just personally in my schedule. Sure. With postpartum, it's a little bit easier to be predictable and set a schedule. You sure, know? yeah. Like, for example, right now I'm doing overnights every third night. So that is, for me, I can plan around that. For mm-hmm. birth, it's a little bit, you have to provide a little bit more flexibility. So mm-hmm. I, I only take on one birth client a month. Wow. Because that allows me to be there for my postpartum families, but also okay. it doesn't overwhelm me. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Wow. I would have loved someone like you. (laughs) (laughs) I, yes. Yeah. And I didn't even give birth. That's the thing. Like, the just being, you know, I picked up my son at the hospital on day two of his Mm -hmm. his life. And what I realized was like, oh my gosh, suddenly my whole world has changed. And I always thought, how do these women who 
just gave birth do it. Right? Like the, uh, you know, everything is, they just went through this whole, whole yeah, like thing. very, very <laughs> invasive situation, right? right? Everybody's up there. Yes. And, and then you're expected to just suddenly know how to breastfeed, know how to mm-hmm. change, know how to mm-hmm. stay up all night with this right. little person. And they're doing a lot of, they're screaming. They mm-hmm. don't know where they are. They're right. scared. They're cold, whatever. Yeah. Right. And, Suddenly, I'm I'm like, how I didn't even give birth, and I was like, totally overwhelmed. Yeah. Just the first week, yeah, of absolutely. staying up with my son, and I was like, how do you do it after birth? Yeah, you know what's really so. funny is I hear like when I talk to people about what I do, or like I'm telling you know my friends, oh, I'm going to an overnight tonight. They're like, yeah. oh my gosh, like that that's just so hard. Like how do you do it? I'm like, you know what's funny? If I was a mom, no one would say that to me. You know, you get oh. all the congratulations. Your yes. baby's so cute. Yes. But no one will tell you how hard it is. But because I'm not a mom and I'm doing this out of my free will, everyone's yeah. like, oh, my gosh, that's so hard. Like, yeah. how do you do it? Yeah. And I'm like, you're talking to me and I do this every third night. The parents are doing this, you know, every, every night. Every <laughs> night. Like, why don't you go talk to them about how hard it is? <laughs> because they're yeah. the ones who are actually in it. Right. Um, right. So, yeah, the fact that people don't realize how hard it is, it doesn't matter if you've you know, gone through the birth process or not. Yeah. Postpartum is hard. Yes. It's like a whole nother can of worms, you know, just like, oh, my God. Well, suddenly the idea of having to be responsible for another little human Mm -hmm. being that is so utterly (laughs) helpless, is just mind boggling, right? You sometimes I watch the animal channel and like just see how animals deliver their babies and they're just like up and running already. It's like, okay, right, Max, that (laughs) is not you at all. You were just like this ball of flesh and I don't know, didn't know what to do with you. Um, So that is, that's fascinating, Sulamita. So what is the difference between a doula Mm -hmm. and a midwife? Because I get a lot of questions all the time about that. Yeah. So, okay. So a midwife is a very, very educated person who is a medical professional, you know, and a doula is not a medical professional. We are trained to support and advocate. We cannot provide any medical treatments or Uh services. So even as far as like fetal heart, like checking your baby's heart, you know, we cannot do that. Some people choose to give birth at home. So they're not going to doctor's appointments and doing any of that. And Mm -hmm. they're like, well, can you at least listen to my baby's heartbeat? And I'm like, that's out of my scope. Yeah. A lot of times people want to, like, if they really, really do not want a hands-on birth, they will seek maybe to not have a midwife or doctor present and just a doula. Mm -hmm. And that is also kind of a very dangerous situation because Mm. we are not medically equipped to do like any sort of cervical checks or anything like that. Yeah. We're here to support, support, support. Okay. But in terms of like making sure that your baby's safe and you are safe medically, mm-hmm. that is what a midwife will do. Okay. And a midwife provides you with all the medical services necessary to have a safe delivery. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and how are hospitals receiving doulas? I'm guessing that some of them are like, oh gosh, I don't want a doula up <laughs> oh in here. Gosh. And then some are like, oh my gosh, yes, I can totally be hands off now yeah um is it very extreme or are they pretty good these days of of being a team member with you in my experience i've had both a lot of times the nurses are the ones that are very happy to see a doula because i feel like they want to do the work that a doula does they just can't right and so having you know when i arrive with my clients to a hospital and they see a doula there they're just kind of like oh yay this is going to be you know this is going to be good it's the doctors that 
kind of where I find myself having to advocate a lot more because they are very cut and dry professionals. And doctors are great people. I'm not like they're great, great people, but they're very by the book and, you know, they're there to deliver the baby. Mm-hmm. They're not really there to provide emotional support. Right. As much yeah. as we love them, they're not. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm thinking of a birth experience I had where the mom did not want to deliver on a hospital bed. And I advocated for her. She has every right to deliver wherever she wants. And the doctor told her she would not deliver her baby unless she got onto the bed. Wow. So the baby was delivered on the floor by the nurse. Okay. And it's kind of those kind of situations where the doctors are like, you know, this needs it needs to be ABC. Yeah. And as a doula, I like to educate my clients to be like, no, you you have a say in what you want. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're not working well with a doctor, get a new doctor. Yeah. You know, find someone who's actually going to care for you. Yeah. That's kind of where I find that doctors and doulas. And I want to say all doctors. There's amazing, amazing doctors out there who I've worked with who did such a good job. Mm-hmm. And I and we're like, I'm like, can you be like the doctor for everybody? <laughs> and then there's other doctors who we kind of was a little bit of a struggle with. Mm-hmm. I've never had a struggle with a nurse or mm-hmm. a midwife. They've always been more kind of supportive of my clients' wishes. Yeah. So, yeah, there was a little bit during COVID. There was a little. It was a little bit harder because doulas weren't allowed anymore. I see. So there's a little bit of pushback from the doula community to be like, hey, this is actually kind of important. And there was kind of a lot of butting heads there, but it's starting to ease up a little bit. Doulas are allowed now. And I think it's more recently starting to change where we had to leave like an hour or two after birth. Now we can stay longer to kind of help establish breastfeeding and that kind of stuff. And then I also just recently was allowed in the OR for C-section or before that was like because of COVID, they were not allowing that. Yeah, yeah. What maybe this is a stupid question, <laughs> but what is the difference between a birthing coach and a doula? Or is a doula a new name for it? No, so no, I would think it's different. I think coach doesn't really come to the hospital with you. And, you know, they coach you. I would say they're like what doulas had to be during COVID. We had to be more of a birthing coach versus a doula because we would we would support via phone or Zoom or stuff like that. Okay, And so that's kind of more of a birthing coach. They kind of help you and give you that information aspect. But a doula is much, much more invested and hands Hands on. on. Yes. Okay. Yes. You sometimes when I leave, you know, a birth, I'm sore. Like I just went through a workout, (laughs) you know, very hands on between, you know, the massages and the hip squeezes. Yeah. The getting up and the getting down. And we kind of go through that experience with you. A lot of times, you know, and this was for me, I realized for me, Mm -hmm. this was something that was very important. And then I realized when I talk to people, this is very important. When you are like, for example, let's say your contractions are, you know, really strong. A lot of people like to say, breathe, just breathe, just breathe. But that's very not helpful. (laughs) (laughs) You need someone to breathe with you. That helps, you know, like if I slow down my breathing and I show her how to breathe, she will do the same instead of just telling her breathe. Yeah. Wow. And so you kind of join them on this experience and you go with them. And that is just so much more helpful. Wow. That sounds very helpful. Yeah. Because I remember my my godmother, she she has four girls. Okay. She gave birth to them all naturally. She was, Oh, my gosh. I know. I was like, girl, what? <laughs> This is not a time to be a hero. Take the epidural. But anyways, she was she was very hardcore about it. And she 
I remember being in the the room with her and they put an oxygen mask on her because mm-hmm. she wasn't breathing You're like right. you were telling her to. Yes. And she got so pissed. She mm-hmm. took it off and she threw it at the nurse and was like, that is not helpful right now. You know, and it. I just think, gosh, there's so many scenarios in my life so let me tell you, that that you could have been there <laughs> to like just add just some support, you know, right. and that's just giving me such more of a visual of what doulas do when when you're describing what you do. I'm, I'm curious, is there ever competition between you and the husband in the room? No, 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 <laughs> no, absolutely not. And that's not something I would ever want uh-huh. because they are part of the birth team. And I like I am there kind of like to make sure everyone works well together. And a lot of times they don't know what to do during birth. And I've seen that before where the, you know, this is like second time mm-hmm. baby or second time mom and she's going into this. And she was like, you know, the first time he just kind of sat there. He didn't know what to do. And that made me so mad. Yeah. And you don't want to be mad during birth. You yeah. need to be, you know, Calm. zen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I am there to kind of coach him what to do and what's helpful. And then I'm watching her. So if he's doing something and she, I can tell this is not working, (laughs) I stop it before it becomes a problem. You know, like there's this one, you know, when you're going through the labor process, your senses are just heightened, you know, because your body is like, is, am I safe? Am I safe? Am I safe? And Mm -hmm. so you're just kind of very alert. That's why you can stay awake for two days laboring. (laughs) But there was this, you know, poor dad. He was hungry. (laughs) And so he takes a banana out of the bag they brought to eat, and he starts eating it. And the look on this woman's (laughs) face, the smell was just not sitting with her, right? And I was like, oh, no, put that away. Put that away. (laughs) And he's like, he's hungry, you know? And so it's like, okay, step out of the room to eat. Or, you know, a lot of people... A lot of people don't know how to squeeze hips properly, so I showed that. And a lot of times, actually, this also happens... During the when the baby's being born, you either want your husband to catch the baby or you don't want them to see it happening at all. There's two like versions. (laughs) And so a lot of times they're like, okay, when it comes time to push when the baby's, can you position my husband like by my shoulders so he doesn't watch the process? And I'm like, yeah, of course. So (laughs) then she's not worried about having to tell anyone to to do anything. Yeah, I am there to do that, to help coach him how to be hands on. Grab me this, you know, grab me that. And sometimes if it is a very, very long labor, we'll take turns. So if I need to take a quick nap, you know, and everything's kind of calm, I will tap him in and be like, hey, something happens, wake me up. Otherwise, I'm going to take a quick break. Mm -hmm. They're also beneficial in like doing coffee runs or anything like that. Yeah. So no, it's definitely not a competition. I want him involved and having a doula, I feel like helps him be more involved Mm -hmm. because then he has, he knows what to do. He knows what to do. Yeah, exactly. Just not standing there being like, uh. (laughs) Yes. And And also, I can't really tell the doctors what your wishes are. And so sometimes if there's, you know, a little bit of a conflict, I'm not going to go to this woman who's in labor to, you know, to try to, like, talk to her about it. I'll go to the husband mm, and have mm-hmm. him be the the advocator, I guess, okay. decision maker for the family. Yeah. Because I can't make those decisions. Yeah. And so yeah. sometimes I will have conversations with the husband about, like, hey, this is happening. And then he'll make the decision whether he wants to make a decision or go talk to his wife. Maybe yeah. this is something they've already talked about. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. So okay. I, I kind of empower him to be more present. Okay. Awesome. Okay. And so Sulamita, this is this is all 
um, such such great services if they are pregnant and they would like a doula there um, to be to be that person for them. Mm-hmm. What are some things they need to kind of know ahead of time? Like, do they need to make do they need to have anything signed by the hospital to let the doula be in the room with them? What's some financially? What are some things that they can stow away right now to make sure they compensate yeah. you well? Yeah. And and just if they wanted to do something afterwards as mm-hmm. well, what is the cost for that? And who should they let know in their lives that they're having a doula too? Yeah, yeah that's actually a great question. So um, most hospitals don't require like a advance notice of a doula. I, I like to let my clients know when they go to their doctor visits to let their doctors know that there's a doula just because, you know, I want to work with the doctors and the sure. nurses. I want us to all be a team. Yeah. And sometimes if you let you know, communicate really well, then things just go well. Mm -hmm. There is a hospital in the area that does require a piece of paper to be filled out with doula certification just because they only let certified doulas in. Mm. But that's something your doula would know. So like if, you know, if you're planning on delivering at this hospital, your doula should already know that this is required. And she'll fill it out when you're checking in. You probably won't even notice that it's being done. Oh, wow. That's like the only requirement that I can think of. Yeah. I take on late, like, Super late in the game clients. Actually, this morning, one of my doula friends reached out because she got COVID. So she's like, hey, can you step in? They're due next week. (laughs) I'm like, yes. Okay. So, you know, it's really, it can happen like right away and there's no prior need for any sort of paperwork. As far as financial compensation goes, there's a, there is a, like a scale. Mm -hmm. I would say for someone who doesn't have, you know, $1,000 for a doula, you could find a doula who's in training because Mm. we are required to attend live births. Mm. And so if you're okay with that, maybe meet with her instead of two times, ask for four times so you can get more comfortable and make sure she's the right fit for you. Mm -hmm. And that can be around like $600, you know, so Mm -hmm. that could save some money. But I would say for like a certified doula with experience, it's anywhere between 1000 to 1500 That's kind of like the range. Mm-hmm. For postpartum, it's more hourly. Mm-hmm. And you can get a, a newer doula for like $30 an hour, which was, is still kind of expensive. And I can understand that because, you know, when I do my overnights, it's an eight-hour minimum. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, not a lot of people have that kind of money just to, sure. for sleep, you sure, know, and sure. that's and that is also kind of what bugs me about my job is because I want to help, but I also need to make sure that uh, I get paid. Yes, you have two mouths to feed at home. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. So it's I struggle with that a lot because you know I've had parents after like we talk and I'm like we would be a good fit. Here's my contract. Here are my mm-hmm. fees. They're like, oh, we can't do that. And I'm like, wait, don't. No, I want to help still. <laughs> So um, so what I actually think is a really good idea for people who want a doula is to set up a doula fund. Mm, I was just going to say that. Like get your family and friends to like contribute to that Uh, fund. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because like people will set up a meal train. Yeah. So why don't you set up or like a account for like diapers? I've seen that on like the registry. So put it on your registry. Be like, you, you know, here's our Venmo information to like help us for, you know, an overnight. And yes. also if you are a person who, and you know someone who's pregnant and you want to buy them like three overnights, so look for a doula and just pay that's, the doula and be like, here, I got you this gift of sleep. That is amazing. <laughs> I think that's a great baby shower gift. Yes. You know? Yes. Instead of like a onesie that the baby probably will never fit into. 
yes. There are like, very large babies these days. Yes. These newborn onesies are like, what? Right. But, or they fit into them for three days. Yes. You know, just reach out to a doula. Be like, how much is it for an overnight? And cover that cost. Yeah. And then give give it to the parents to use at their discretion. Yeah. That would be a great gift. That's, that's an awesome suggestion. Yeah. Darn it. Christmas is just over. I know. But you know what? Birthdays are coming up. <laughs> It's a new year, folks. Or baby showers. Yeah, baby showers. <laughs> yes, yes. So, Sulamito, how can people get in contact with you? What's the best way? I know that you, you, you know, you have a limit of how many people mm-hmm. you take on and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure if people are starting to think about their birth coming up, they could plan to meet with you ahead of time and see what fits your schedule. So, how can people get in contact with you? I am like such a millennial. I don't have a website. <laughs> I have uh, Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> they could check out my Instagram, which also has reviews on there, which I think is super helpful for people because, yes. uh, you know, birth and postpartum is such a vulnerable experience. You want to mm-hmm. make sure you get someone who's really going to be there for you and support you. So I have reviews yeah. on there that you can read kind of more about me and my services. And that's at Sulamita underscore doula. Sulamita is spelled S-U-L-A-M-I-T-A. Also, you can email me, sulamitadoula at gmail.com, or just text me. You know, I'm very, like, available. Text me. Yes. The number is 206-499-6206. And, you know, even if you have more questions mm-hmm. or you need resources, you know, maybe you would like t- – there are some doulas who offer pro bono services. So mm. if you need, you know, something like that, yeah, I am open to answer questions for anybody (laughs) that's so amazing well she was very i can i can attest to that because i literally saw her on facebook and then i messaged her i slid into her (laughs) you know message box and she answered so quickly and that's why she's here today because she was just so present so thank you so much sulamita for what you do and we can't wait to just tell more people about what you do, about what doulas do. I know the patients at 3W who are coming in would really benefit from a resource like you. So thank you so much for what you do. Oh, (laughs) you're welcome, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, no, I would love to help them and just be a resource. You know, even if I can't attend a birth, I can provide information. And that's, I feel like we both agree on, you know, helping these people oh, yeah. and yeah. providing resources and, and helping in any way we can. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. We'll have your information posted on our okay. little description okay. on our podcast yeah. so people can have that available. But we're going to have you back for other podcasts because you're a wealth of knowledge. And this is just the beginning. So thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys for what you do. I am so happy that you guys are another resource. Yeah. You know, the more help that we can provide to, you know, the world, the better. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, thank you, Wellness Wednesday listeners. I hope you found this podcast informational and rewarding. And if you're looking for a doula, please reach out to Sulamita. We have coined her in our office, Sula the doula. So that's TM. We trademarked (laughs) that for her. So no one take that, okay? So thank you so much, listeners. For more information about 3W, please visit our website at 3wmedical.org. That's the number three, the letter W, medical.org. From there, you can learn more information about the services we provide, book an appointment, or make a donation if you'd like to support our mission. You can also call our office at 206-588-0311. That's 206-588-0311. If you like this episode, please share it with others and consider subscribing on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, 
stay healthy and be well.